Okay, let's go. I'm Rob Rabbit. I'm Duffy. I'm a big aircraft carrier. Okay, that makes this lethal watching. Kind of hit my throat there a little bit. Not spiced. You don't have the range I have. Why do, do you think you could try that move? <laughs> I tried. I, I saw it and I went for it. I don't. I don't say sorry. You see, you forgot the old ball squeeze. No, sorry. I'll try again. That's yeah. Do... Uh, there you go. Be- better. That was just painful. That was just painful. I Hello, Jared Martin. does not really add much to the tune. No. Hello, Jared <laughs> Martin. Hello. Hello. Hello, how you guys been since this in the last month? Yeah, all right. Snuffly, you know, congested, yeah. runny nose, tight stuff. I was off all last week because of that flu shit, so. shit. I know. That's what I had over Christmas when I was really sick. You guys just pretended I was proper sick over Christmas. Yeah, over Christmas, it's understandable. We're in March and it's still fucking <laughs> snowing. That's not fucking not right. right. It's like, what's going on? Cameron's Britain. For the big society of sickies. Well, I don't really care, because I got me a 3DS this week. I've got your add you. I'll add you at some point. I'll Twitter you. That's the hinge of my 3DS XL. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hinge, baby, hinge. It's good, isn't it? Are you monster huntering, or have you bought a good game? Oh, look at you. Straight in there. Good shot, Jared. Good shot. No, I'm monster hunting. It's It's a good game. It's a good video game. I I tried the demo on on the 3DS and on the Wii U, and uh, the I just find the camera a bit niggly on the 3DS. But you know, apparently the the, the demo is a bit rubbish. Well, so. people say the demo is a bit rubbish because yeah, it sort of throws you in a bit too. Yeah. Even though there's an easy section, it's still a bit too far into it. So yeah, yeah. So, but I, I'm enjoying it, and there was a demo for Fire Emblem on there today, so I downloaded. Oh yeah, I saw that. I haven't downloaded. It. I downloaded the demo for uh, um, the Castlevania one yeah. and that Hormone Night. Yep, done that, and I've been uh, taking it to work. I've got zero street passes so far. Yeah, <laughs> I struggled. It's really I got, hard. I think I took it into. Uh, I think I took it into the city centre of Birmingham once and got three. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I took it into a games workshop on Sunday because I knew there'd be loads of kids there, and luckily I got a few hits then. Mm. And that well, was it. But what about street so. passes, Martin? <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. But you know what this means? Have you got? Has anyone got Mario Kart Seven yet? Because I've not. But... No, not yet. No, because thirty forty pounds downloaded off the store. Forty pounds. But the 40. thing is, if, if we all get it, that means we can all race each other. We can have like a league, the watching league and shit. I know, but even to buy it from a shop, it's still thirty-five quid. It's a Nintendo game, though. You're best off looking, in all honesty, for 3DS games, you're best off going to Blockbuster and buying... Yes, that £10 one that comes up every now and then. Yeah, and especially because uh, Blockbuster, um, 
for Black they Panther. They do sometimes. They do sometimes uh, still have the Nintendo codes in them still. Points. Well, what I would say to you is I don't have a Blockbuster. So if anybody is in a Blockbuster and sees Mario Kart 7 for £10, uh, buy it for me and I yeah, will reimburse you. <laughs> we, we all know you've got fiber optic broadband, so therefore you can look on the website. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Oh, okay. So yes, exciting. Nah. Exciting. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited. I, I like my DS. I like my 3DS. It's good. You I find excited uh, a good one? I had to beat my son back with a stick when I opened it, though. Yeah. yeah. Because his his things, they just get sticky because he's an eight year old boy, and like he's because he's got my old uh, my old iPod to listen to music and stuff. And I picked up a while ago, and the, the screen was crunchy. <laughs> I, I As just, in uh, Cadbury's crunchy? Pretty much. Yeah. Nice. I don't know how he did it because he washes his hands. He's not a dirty boy by any stretch of the imagination. But somehow... Sticky things, kids. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's just a kid. It was horrible. So he's not touching it, frankly. <laughs> my three Get years. your hands off my game console. Yeah. So when he saw it, he was so happy. And I was like, no! Back, you foul back beast. Away from the 3DS. Yep. Yep. So he's jealous of me now. <laughs> you get the cattle prod. Oh, cattle prod? A bit far, isn't it? Come on. Game consoles. That's kids. Kind of good mix. Anyway, podcast. Moving on. Oh, yes. Hooray. Hooray. That's how we should start the shack. It's not a happy shack, though, is it? Because <laughs> it's a bad angry... shack full of bad people. <laughs> well, do two people count? I suppose they do, don't they? I just answer my own question then. Do two people count as people? Yeah. They do, Phil. I'm an English teacher. Trust me on that one. Plural of person. Now, when you say English teacher, you mean, you mean teaching French people English, don't you? Yeah, so not technically like a hardcore English teacher. And, no. and you teach French people English by showing them episodes of a low, low, don't you? That is one of the methods. <laughs> is it, can, now, can that be classed as a method? I, well, I don't know. It's my method. <laughs> So it's the it's the uh, the Thomas method. Is that what oh, it's being referred to now? Um, it will be from this podcast <laughs> onwards. I think if you refer to it like a method with someone's like last name at the beginning, it sounds more important. You know what I mean? Yeah, but not if you've got a name like Thomas. It doesn't really have the gravitas you need for. Um, okay, then the um, the Einstein method. How about that? Kind of a bit too well known. It needs to be That's something completely too random, far. doesn't it? Too far. Okay. Um, what's on TV right now? The bargain booze method. I like it. Trademark it. Okay, I will. I'll make it on the internet straight away. Yeah, well, uh, well, but you can't be teaching English because we're in a shack in the middle of the tundra, etc., etc. Yeah, I'm just talking about the dreams that I have sometimes. <laughs> the dreams when I'm not in the shack and I'm an English teacher in France. Wow, that is a weird dream. It is, isn't it? Your fancy life is a bit weird if that's the best you can do. Is that because like you're so starved of physical imp- or, like visual input from being in the tundra? It's just where my brain goes <laughs> when I'm not st- struggling to say the word tundra, which is <laughs> what's, what's so hard about saying tundra? I don't know. I don't like tundra as a word. Well, then why did you move to one? Because you're going to be saying it all the time. It's like our address is Bill and Ben Shack to the tundra. To be honest, I, I've never really lived my life by how easy it was to pronounce the places <laughs> that I was going to. Well, maybe you should have considered that fact. I'm just, you know, I'm not saying that you should. I'm just saying that you shouldn't disregard it completely. 
Well, it's, it's an interesting life philosophy, isn't it? Well, it's, it's, it's served me well so far. It's, it's, why, we... it's why I don't live with Addis Ababa. Addis Ababa. See, I can't even say it. Addis no. Ababa. Addis Ababa. Addis Ababa. Yeah. I'd be all right in Addis Ababa. You'd be fine. So we, like... We'd better note down that if we're going to shift the shack to a hotter climate, you don't be booking Addis Ababa and then you turning up and just saying, well, I can't pronounce where we're going and it's just yeah. all falling through. How, how am I going to order the taxi? And I can't even say the destination. Absolutely. It's going to be a nightmare. Imagine what? if we invest a large amount of capital in shifting the shack from the tundra yeah. to Addis Ababa. Yeah. And it were to fall through on a on a minor matter of pronunciation difficulty on your yeah, side. Well, I, I imagine I'd be kind of upsetting the locals as well by just in, insulting their country as well, by just saying Addis Ababa. To be honest, I think we'd be probably insulting them more by skinning them, but <laughs> well, I imagine yeah. the pronunciation would probably, but, would but probably how, come into the chart some way. Yeah. How they end up, surely that's more you know respectful, that they're like an art thing. An art yeah. thing? Does it count as art? Skinning and making whatever we make out of their skins? It depends how you do it, really. True. I mean, the way we approach it, where we just stalk people and butcher them violently while we laugh, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't see the artistic side to that. But you know, we, perhaps we, if we, we dressed up in painters' overalls and called ourselves, you know, single syllable names or something, we we could turn it into more of an art form. Well, technically, we have got single syllable names because my name's Phil and yours is Ben. That's true. So it is yeah. art. <laughs> it is art, then, isn't it? Well, yeah, yes. It's art. Just remember to say that to the police <laughs> yeah. if and when they eventually catch up with us. Speaking of art... Yes. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> that's, that's the worst segue <laughs> ever. Speaking of art, penguins. <laughs> oh, come on. Into Stallone, because his face is a work of art these days, surely. His face is incredible. It's, it's probably the best thing about him, isn't it? His face. Oh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll come to debate that, because... Our next pick of stuff for the shack was going to be our the best Stallone film for us to watch repeatedly over and over and over and over and over and over. Do you know how old he is? He's out. He's well old, isn't he? 60? He's sixty six. I didn't know he was that old. Like early I thought he's almost thought. twice as old as me, and yet he probably looks twice, if not more, as good as I do. <laughs> do, you, do you, shouldn't like a, like a near seventy year old be doing what he does? Then is that just not a bit daft? You know what I think it is? I think because he hides this hair colour really well. I can't say. I, I, I would know what his hair colour is. Well, it's, not, it's not grey, is it? grey, isn't it? But it's, it's not that grey, though. Surely. Because if, if it was grey, you could be thinking, oh, it is that age. But I'm looking at photos now. His eyebrows are quite grey. Is that just from sheer manliness? He is manly. He's a very manly man. Did we not once have the question, which we floated out there, which was, say, if, if you had to. So that's the Stallone, Bruce Willis. Who was it? The Crank Geezer. Oh, Statham. Statham. And was that the choice? I think that was the choice. Oh, no, Schwarzenegger, wasn't Schwarzenegger. it? I, I would veer away from Schwarzenegger because yeah. yeah. he doesn't strike you as somebody who's going to, you know, call you in the morning. No. He's just going to use you as he sees fit and then that's it. But I think pretty much everyone went for Statham, didn't they? Well, yeah, he's he treat you right. You know, he but I'm looking it. at Sylvester Stallone now, and I don't know. Oh, he's an, he'd be an interesting bloke to go out for a meal with. Looking at his filmography. Oh yeah. Well, the, the, this is where this is where I, I approached uh, Stallone was that I kind of see Stallone as being like in three eras. Yeah. Uh, 
You've got like the eighties Stallone. Yeah. Both with his old face and his new face. Yeah. And then you've got the kind of early nineties comeback Stallone. Yeah. And then you've got the millennial Stallone comeback after the new uh, Rambo film, Rocky film, sorry. Yeah. And th- those are the kind of the big three areas to pick from when it comes to Stallone. So what is your favourite Stallone era? Well, then, it's tricky was... because I think each of those eras has got a really good high point. You've got like the, the, the new Rocky film, uh, sorry, the new Rambo film is nothing short of spectacular when it goes off at the end. It's just brilliant. And obviously in the, the 90s, you've got uh, like Cliffhanger and Demolition Man, two Stone Cold classics. And then yeah. you, go, you go back into the 80s and you've got the, the original uh, the original Rockies, the original Rambos, the Cobra films. The, 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 yeah. There's something good to pick throughout all his eras as well as complete shite. It's an embarrassment of riches, though. I think yeah. looking at that compared to Schwarzenegger, yeah. I, it's a, more, diff- it's a diff- more difficult choice, I think. Yeah, because whilst um, I think Arnie has like a good run in the 80s. He, he doesn't come back again, really, like the way Stallone does. Because Stallone's come no. back like three times. He's been buried, you know, and been absolutely taken away, but he's come back and kind of reinvented himself. Well, not reinvented himself, but done the same thing, but better. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so I think I went for kind of pure nostalgia with my pick in that I went for 80s Stallone. Yeah. And. I could from that era. I could, I could only pick Rambo three as my film to bring into the shack, right? Just simply because that's, that's it, barely eighties though. Uh, eighty three, I believe it is. Rambo three. It's eighty eight apparently. Rambo three. Uh, no, sorry, I said the wrong thing again. Rocky three. Rocky three. <laughs> I was going to say. Okay, I'll take right. that back. Rocky three. I apologize. I'll, I'll I'll cut that out so it makes you sound more better and impressive. Uh, my Thanks. pick. More better. Uh, would be yeah more better would be uh Rocky Three because that just makes me feel warm inside when I think about it you know and that's got... the one with Miss with Mister T in it yeah. is it you, you, you go I'm through not it. a Rocky expert to be honest you've got you've got uh, Mister T you've got the Hulk Hogan cameo you've got Eye of the Tiger Eye of the Tiger that's right yeah, that's yeah, in yeah. it you've got um uh, the death of Mickey's in that film. You've got you know, uh, Apollo Creed and Rocky running down the beach in their skimpy shorts with their t-shirts having a big hug. And it's I think it's that kind of feeling that we need in our shack. We need Eye of the Tiger as a motivational <laughs> thing. And then, you know, that friendship between the Apollo Creed and Rocky is, is quite inspirational, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you don't sound convinced <laughs> by my... Yeah, well, the Rocky films were never a, a huge part of my youth. I, I think, you know... I, I don't know. I could never got particularly obsessional about them. The first Rocky film is actually a genuinely good film, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a class above a lot of his other stuff. Oh, That's yeah, like a proper the... film. That's it's... a proper adult uh, <laughs> yeah. adults film. It's a proper, uh, properly made, properly written. Uh, but yeah, I'd agree with you. Three. Yeah, absolutely. It's a quality piece of cinematography or whatever you want to say. But yeah, I can see what you're saying with Rocky Three. It, it's sort of coming back to me in flashes now. Yeah. But I mean, I haven't, I haven't lived the Rocky films like you, like you have. <laughs> oh, I've lived them. I've lived every every era of him. I've lived. Properly. Yeah. I think, well, it's a, it's a solid choice. Yeah. It's a I solid. Think. I could, I, I couldn't argue with it on, on any level. <laughs> but you're gonna have to because what's your choice? Well, yeah. Well, okay. Well, see, I, I didn't have this close association with him in his first era. I yeah. mean, I lived in West. West Wales, so we were like twenty years behind the rest of the planet <laughs> in terms of films coming to the cinema and stuff. So yeah. 
I, I mean, we were just getting Star Wars by the, once I was about 23 or whatever. Oh, bless, but you. bless your heart. So I, I went, for me, it was second period uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone that I went for. And I, I, was, I was torn. I was torn between Demolition Man and Cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, but it has to be Cliffhanger for me uh, because I think that was possibly the first time... That was possibly the first time I'd actually gone to the cinema to see a, a Sylvester Stallone film. Wow. That might not be. Um, I can beat that because my first Stallone film at cinema will stop or my mum will shoot. Yeah, that was, that was the year before. Yeah. yeah, that was not a good film. I, I can confirm that for definite. That was not a good film. Yeah. But, but Cliffhanger is. Cliffhanger is a, is a great film, isn't it? And I suppose then... John Lithgow, you could take a little bit more seriously as a villain as well. This was before he did Third Rock from the Sun and Dexter and all that. So yeah, and after that, it's impossible to take him take him seriously. But yeah. I guess was that that's sort of the first of whatever you want to call that genre of sort of I don't know. Is it you know like well, what's it, that one where the bloke runs about being chased by wolves uh, recently? The Grey. Yeah, The Grey. I don't uh, know. They're different films. They're completely different films. That's yeah, but I'm, I don't know whether you, well, is it the first of the sort of um, oh, what's the one where everyone is it alive? The one where it's a plane crash and everybody dies. And all the they rest all of eat it. people. What's I'm, trying, I'm trying to lump these into a, a genre of um, mountain snowy films. films. You see, Cliffhanger, Cliffhanger more falls into the Die Hard on a X films because it's Die Hard on the mountain. That's effectively what it is. Yes. So it falls into that kind of class with uh, Under Siege or die, die Hard on a Boat. And those it's kind of, of snowy, isn't there? There's it's, an avalanche, isn't there? There's definitely an avalanche in it. There's a lot and of climbing in it. And somebody gets killed with a stalactite, tight, whatever, whichever way around it is. Uh, stalactite tight because it's on the ceiling. Is it? I yeah. Yeah. Stalagmite because it's on the ground, isn't it? Have you got a little way of remembering that? Stalagmite because it's on the ground with a G and stalactite because it's on the ceiling with a C. Ah. You see, that's how you do it. Educational Thank shack you. today, Educational. as well as murder. Education while we murder. Yes, because uh, I also had kind of fond memories for, for Cliffhanger, because I, re- I remember having it as an X rental video. Yeah. Which, which, you know, I had trailers on there and all sorts. And that, that it, is, it is a very good action film. You know, John Lithgow is a good villain. Uh, the guy he used to be in EastEnders is, is a good bad guy in it as well. Uh, yeah, you know, Michael Rook is in it as well. It's good, it's good uh, support in it. It's a, it's a good film. I'm not gonna, but it's not Rocky Three though. It hasn't got that energy, that kind of you know the the eye of the tiger, the bells of Rocky, the music, the kind of roar. It doesn't. No, I suppose, like you say, I suppose you're looking for something inspirational to take you out of the tundra. Yeah, because can't really argue with Rocky. Rocky Three. There's nothing more inspirational than than Rocky soundtrack. It is one of the best pieces of music recorded. Really, come on, you're a musician. You have to appreciate that fact. I wouldn't call myself a musician, but I would agree with you. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. I concede defeat. You acquiescing to my pick, are you? Absolutely. Brilliant. Okay. So we're gonna watch Rocky Three tonight then. Have you actually you've won every one, haven't you? <laughs> so no, far. I didn't. Um, I think he won the first one. You oh, won. maybe I won the first one. Because right. uh, whatever that was for, I forget. But whatever it was, you won. Yeah, that's true. Do you know what I saw uh, Sylvester Stone in last of all? Did I tell you? He's in some awful indie British film, UFO, I think it is. What? I think his daughter's in it as well. 
Really? Yeah. I've not even it's, heard of that. You've noticed it? He said, I see what for once in my sorry life. <laughs> you've seen the oh, worst no. Oh, I've got it horribly wrong. It's not a short, it's John Claude Van Damme. That's oh. it. Oh. <laughs> so I, I did, so. To be fair, I did kind of blank out halfway through the film. <laughs> it, it is one of the worst films I've ever seen. It's like a British independent movie with UFOs and it. it's awful. That Don't watch horrible. it. I won't then. Well, maybe uh, maybe we should do uh, Van Damme next. Maybe we should do Jean-Claude Van Damme, seeing as I've just got the two confused. Then that's like, you know, we, we may as well continue down the action movie theme because we've done Schwarzenegger style. We may as well do Van Damme. Yeah, the problem is I'm I'm all right with your sort of your, your sort of mid eighties homoerotic uh, overtones there. I mean, I'm Top Gun's biggest fan and all the rest of it. I just yeah. think Rocky it, it teeters a, a dangerous line at times, <laughs> especially Rocky Three. I think. Yeah, long lingering shots of sweaty men. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Phil. Well, it's, it's nice, like, but I think you've been in this shack a long time. I'm not sure this is a good idea. I think Rocky Four goes further, so I think we're safe. Uh-huh. Rocky Four's got that bit of you know in uh, Dolph Lundgren's training. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That that uh, I think is more homoerotic because it's all kind of Russian. It's a bit sexier. Don't know how, but it just is. It's the Russians for you. That Rocky Four's dated a little, hasn't it? Yeah, it's because the the Cold War thing, isn't it? Because we haven't got that that thing that, that hanging over us. No, no, it's a shame for the world. I think because. Because you couldn't really do that with North Korea or something, could you? You well, couldn't they... imagine a North Korean sweating and lifting, uh, running around tried... around a track while scientists look at him. They tried yeah. that in the uh, the remake of Red Dawn. They, uh-huh. they, it was supposed to be China invading America, but then they realised, no, we want to sell the film in China. So they changed yeah, they all changed the flights it, yeah. to be North Korean. But it's like, but they can't evade, invade America. This, the, the, because since the Cold War, you've lost that kind of black and white enemies and bad guys in the world kind of thing. It's so, true because most of the bad guys now America carpet bombs in two weeks. Yeah, just doesn't quite have the yeah. Doesn't seem kind of zing to it. Anyway, they just drone them to death with drones. Not like yeah, when we were, you know, you had the Russians and they were as big as America, and you had you had the kind of that kind of tension that made good films, like Rocky Four. So what we need to do is go back to the Cold War, basically. Yeah, we need to start some kind of conflict between America and Russia from this tundra shack. Not sure how we'll do that. But... Well, we'll think about that. That can be our homework for the week. Yeah, yeah, that and Van Damme films from the from the big sack of films that's in the corner that we can't open. We're doing a lot of action films. We we should really branch out, shouldn't we? I mean, do you not think we've got a, a Stallone film, we've got a Schwarzenegger film, and we've got a, a film with superheroes in it? Oh, do you want? Maybe to, we should do, do something more cult- cultural. Okay, so, and so, stuff. So, shall we abandon Van Damme for a while then? Put him to one side. And do a well, we need some sort of palate cl- cleansing film, Either like a palate cleansing genre or a, a film. How about a musical? I mean, I'm not saying, yeah, a, like musical or foreign language film, which is, sounds horrific. No, because if I, if we do foreign language, I'm just going to say the raid. I'm just going to put that out there right now, which is more men punching each other. So I think we should go musical. Okay, that's tricky. <laughs> it's tricky, but it's doable. I think. Can I think we I... can we classify by musical? We mean. Uh, like operatic or or a film with songs in it. So you mean like a film with songs in it in what kind of context? Well, I don't know, like a, your traditional Disney film where it goes, uh, uh, one, one of the cartoon characters says, I love coconuts, and they go, da 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 oh, coconuts, like that, yeah? You should write that or, song, that's a winner, that is, that's a winner. <laughs> yeah, 
one where somebody goes, I love coconuts, and then all the way through, it's yeah, like that, you know? Like but then I can't think of many films that are 100% musical. Well, I think you know, the popular kind of, like, was it Gilbert and Sullivan kind of musicals? From, from, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, a proper musical. A proper musical. Proper musical. Right. Yeah, musicals. We'll do that. Okay. We, we, we need let's to get just, some more camp. Let's just shack. camp this shack right up. <laughs> exactly, yeah. We'll get some chintz on the furniture and do it properly. Lovely. Yes. Well, good shacking, Ben. All right. And now we'll Enjoyable remember, as always. We'll, we'll, we'll remember our finishing catchphrase. Shackulate. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Sorry. Good enough for me. We'll, we'll shack you later if we don't kill you first. Yeah. I, I was thinking more like, like, and it's a horrific um, ventral dis, uh, ventral evisceration from me. And it's a, something like that, you know, like taking up a notch. And it's a terrible flaying from him. Yes. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It sounds homey, doesn't it? It sounds like homely. And nice. It does. Warm yeah. and cozy. And skin removing. Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be your other homework. What, to actually finally nail this catchphrase? Yeah. Uh, the homework is A, sort out a catchphrase, B, sort out the best musical, and C, start the Cold War again. And D, nail somebody to a tree. No, I'm just, no. I've taken the nailing thing to. That's not I'm, really. I'm going to stick to just skinning. Yeah, that's, that's more of the hobby than anything else. That's just like a day to day occurrence rather than an actual kind of homework, I think, sir. So. Well, you've got to have a hobby, haven't you? You've got to have a hobby. You've got to have a hobby. Anyway, good shacking. Okay, shack you later. Shack you later. <laughs> totally works. It totally works. Oh, dear. So. Yeah? What did we watch? Phil, what did you watch? This is being timed, by the way. <laughs> is it really being timed? Well, in the last month... Um... Go. There's a particular film. I think I watched it last month, but I didn't talk about it. But I believe Martin's watched it now. No, I did watch it this month. I saw a film. Well, I I, I walked into the front room and my son... Wasted 12 seconds. Shut up. He picked In all honesty, though, that's like the film. The film wastes as much time, so he's <laughs> yeah. perfectly fine with it. Yeah. I, I, I just walked into the front room. My son was watching a film on Netflix, and it was called A, a Talking Cat! Exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> And got it, we watched this film about a talking cat, exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark. You know, and, and it was quite freaky because literally the day you came on saying that you were talking about this talking cat, I think the night before, um, Mr. Ben, do you inverts, had put up a, a trailer yeah. for us. I mean, I, I, the plot of the film, such as it is, is that there's this kind of these two families. One's kind of poor, but the one's kind of rich. And the, the cat is trying to bring the two families together to kind of make their lives happier. <laughs> By giving the poor people the money. Exactly, exactly. And the cat, well, talks, but it can only talk to one person. So the majority of the film, you're hearing the cat's internal monologue. And the cat's voice is done by Eric Roberts. So hold, no, hold on. It can only talk to one person one at a time. Person. Yes. At a time, one person. Well, only speak that once, so yeah. we can you can speak to everyone. We ask to do it one at a time, and only that one time to that one person. Quite. Right. So why it the really rules. should be a short movie in that the first people says, first person says that cat just talked to me, and then he gets put away, and then the cat gets <laughs> <laughs> You'd think that, but no. They 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 do say 
a talking cat exclamation mark question mark exclamation mark or an awful lot during the thing well, I, 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 did, I watched the trailer and that's as far as I got so so I take it you saw the breathtaking animation on the cat's mouth when he talks I did it looked like um, like those old uh, 40s cartoons or whatever it was or 60s yeah. cartoons where they used to have like a static animated cell with like a real person's mouth on it yeah yes. well no, no that, that's probably better quality than what <laughs> probably <laughs> It's just like a, like a black oval animated. Is it like uh, those um, jib jib jab or whatever things? It's, it's not even. It's just it's just like a black hole in the cat's it's mouth opens like... up. Oh, that's my phone! Holy crap! Oh, hold on. Oh, ruined podcast. Ruined. Answer the damn thing then. <laughs> the, the production values of this are so low that I've seen better on YouTube, and I genuinely think that we could have knocked up a better job. Well, than... apparently, the, the guy who directed this. Directed like he's done like a hundred horror films. Oh and no, like, more than that. Loads. Did you not? Did you not? Did you no? Do you know what kind of horror films? They're really bad super ones, aren't they? Are they religious ones? No, yeah. no, they're lesbian, gay, um, softcore porn horror films. Well, the sexiest of all horror films. Right? <laughs> and, yeah, it's like, and they all use apparently they all use the same house. And yeah, the house, which is the, the house and all that. Which is the house that this film's filmed in? Oh, and it's like it's man, a real. Yeah. Fair play, it's a nice house, don't get me wrong. The guy, you know, he obviously gets a fair wedge from these films because the house is really nice, but you see it an awful lot. <laughs> and the cat, like, we said like Eric Roberts just the cat's voice because there's no other star in this film, is there? I don't think anybody else in this film is any kind of star of anything. miscellaneous actors. I, yeah. think, I think the old fellow was in Tom Sawyer when he was like three or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> But Eric Roberts, he's the, he's the marquee name. And it sounds like, I think he's basically recorded his audio through Skype at like six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And the guys, <laughs> and the person's recording it using like a, a dictaphone. Well, I mean, by the size of it, he had what, maybe 10 lines or. Not really. He's, he's, the cat's monologuing an awful lot of the film. Oh. Uh... To be fair to Eric Roberts, though, I think the voice direction that he was given was probably. You're talking cat who's a bit lazy, so he's probably thinking, "All oh, right, I'm like off you." Just do what you did when you were the master. Yeah, <laughs> but he to be so fair, he just, like did it like Garfield style, and that's not really. But he's no Lorenzo music, so let's be honest with ourselves. Or Bill Murray, he's, no, yeah. he's none of those two. So it was appalling, and I'm debate. I'm still internally debating if this is worse than Home Alone Four. <laughs> yeah, well, it's. I mean, it's. It's special, I'll give it that. I mean, it's, it's a film, I mean, I saw it recently as well, but it's about it's about an hour and a half long. And yeah, yeah it could be how is it that down long? to about 45 minutes worth, because some of the shots are just so long and drawn out that there's absolutely no need to do that. Well, it keeps cutting to a shot of a river. Yeah. So, much, so uh, when, I, when I first started watching it, I thought the river was talking until I realised <laughs> it was the cat. Because it's just like kept showing shots of this river and trees and stuff. It's like, well, what? I don't, what? Well, I don't something, understand. Something that got me right is that there's two female teens in this film. And I genuinely thought that they were the same character. Until <laughs> yes! Out, and now to the film, out of which you see them alongside each other. And it's like, oh shit, they're different. And <laughs> you, you get the feeling that they should be the same person, but they had to separate them out because... Their mother gets off with the father of the son, who's also getting off with the daughter. So it's a whole incestuous kind of relationship. Weird thing. Separated. So you can see why they had separated. But they look identical. It's like, you mean it's not the same person? And it's just so... (laughs) It's just a weird, weird film. 
I mean, I think it, it's got so bad. It's it's like, I I agree with you, fella. It is it is terrible. It's on a lot of scale. It's worse than Homeland Four. But saying that, because of what it is, it's almost like achieving a legendary status. I mean, you could show this to any film student and just say, right, here's what not to do. Yeah, and you just, I mean. Like, this might sound like an NPC comparison, but it's like watching a disabled person do a jigsaw. <laughs> you, you, you're kind of proud that they actually put it together. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I just can't believe. I mean, apparently they had a budget of one million. Really? That was all on... one million. That was all in the cat, surely. On cocaine the night before. Nine hundred thousand or whatever for Eric Roberts. Exactly. He must have got a budget for that. But um, I think Home Alone for is worse simply because of the crimes that commits against the, the the franchise. See, I don't know because something that I found out there's a tumbler dedicated yeah. to this film called a talking cat tumbler, and if through it they've got some gifts. And my god, the way that they've taken it out of context, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's like, that thing was brilliant. Uh, uh, it it really. If you do have time to check it out, don't bother checking out the film. Check out the tumbler. The tumbler is fucking hilarious, yeah, and because but... of that, it's kind of like getting a cult following behind it. So, yeah, it's, it's like also what's the film called? Bird, uh, birds, Birdemic. Yeah, um, Birdemic, something similar, isn't it? It's like that kind of film where it's like it's so rubbish, people kind of watch it as a badge of honor. Well, something that something that's surprising about this film is that there are actually a shit ton of these kind of films. Apparently, later on this year, there's going to be a Talking Pony. Exclamation what? mark! Question mark! Exclamation mark! <laughs> and apparently, they've already done like a, an Easter puppy. And they're all the same kind of thing with the same kind of actors, and they're all shit. They franchised this up. It's directed by a woman. It's not. It's a fella. Mary Mary Crawford. No, it's meant to be Marv. Apparently, the font's shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But the fella is actually called David D. Coteau, and he's just decided to use a different name, probably because he doesn't want to be associated with this as, as he should be but the great uh, thing is that this, this kind of set my son down a path of watching speaking animal films yeah so uh, this is a, a surprising amount of those air bird films on netflix mm. like loads of them ridiculous but a talking cat is absolutely rubbish i know he's eight phil but jesus <laughs> <laughs> a lot of these films are like tv made for tv films as in they do have that mark it's it's not as polished as hollywood films yeah doesn't even make that standard, does it? It's even worse, the sound quality of it. I mean, the main actor just walks around his house. He clearly doesn't belong there. He just slumps down in his couch and he looks so uncomfortable in his own home. It's like, how the fuck can that work? How the hell can you not be comfortable? It's like, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. It's a terrible film. And yet we've given it way, way more than three minutes, I'm sure. Probably have. However, there is there is a. Oh. Hello. What's going on there? Hang on, hang on. I don't know. Hello. Stop Hello. Touching, stop touching your iPad, Jared. <laughs> you put us on hold, didn't you? No, I don't know what happened. You broke. You broke. You tried, nearly broke the podcast. You absolute swine. Is it fake? Is it okay? Yeah. Can be Are a, we all a, recording and everything? Yeah, still recording. It's going to be like an interesting edit job there. <laughs> but the point is, a talking cat, exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark, is rubbish. On well, a, a ridiculous all I level. can say is, yeah. I don't know, I probably watched quite a few things, but the last thing film I watched was Fast and Furious. And 
that probably is um, has as bad special effects, and Paul Walker is kind of like the talking cat. I would is that say the one that brought the rock into it or was that no the five? one before because apparently the one that brings the rock into it's decent enough. Yeah, that that one's not, and Paul Walker is just hideous. And Isn't he always, hasn't he been always in bad in films? Yeah, he's been terrible, but it's kind of like. He seems worse now. <laughs> <laughs> With the passage of time, has not kind of helped his skill. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would say he's probably on par of, of the talking cat and acting capability. Although, Jared, Jared, you can't even comment until you've seen that film. You just don't know. I watched the trailer. It's not enough. enough. It's not enough. I, I don't enough. know. I think it is. <laughs> it really is. Or you can probably get some kind of edit job that someone's done on YouTube, cutting out all the scenes. Just only having the cat. That's. I think if you cut out the uncomfortable pauses. Uh, from that film, you get about half an hour. Yeah. Well, a lot of people say that it, the way that it's directed, it's almost, it's like, it's, it's done for porn, but without all the porn bits. Because you know how it's like all long drawn out, the dialogue's really convoluted, and then all of a sudden they hit it off. Obviously, they don't hit it off in this one, so all we're left is all the shit. <laughs> yes. I didn't know. I've never seen porn. You're missing out. You're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> Not the story bits. Uh-huh. So yeah, that 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 was the highlight of my watching month. Oh, it sounds bad. Yeah, not good. Is that okay? That's enough. You've jabbered on enough about a bloody cat. Let's go. left our heroes Dave Napalm and Bob Awesome that were riding the blessed wave of a bomb left by their feared nemesis Colonel Patachi. As the explosion tears through the Cobra Taco Shack, can things get any worse for a gunplay happy heroes? Eat. God damn that was one spicy taco. Look out! That? I don't know. It may have been a cat. But there's no time for that now. What do we do? Car. <sighs> what now? I'm gonna find the goddamn asshole that blew up my favorite taco shack, stick both my goddamn guns up his goddamn nostrils, and please shoot the bad guy in the nostrils. I like that game. It sounds dangerous, and has guns in it. Two guns, just the way I like it. But anyway, who'd want us dead? My goddamn ex-wife and her goddamn lawyer. It can't be her again, she... Holy crap, stick stuck to the hem of the Pope's holiest poping robes. That goddamn bridge is going up. Don't worry. Where we're going, we don't need robes. Excellent. I'll shoot something. As Dave Napalm sprays the town with bullets, Bob Arson grips the wheel of fury as the bridge rises higher and higher. Is this the end for the shooting twosome? What else does Colonel Patachi have planned as part of his hideous revenge? Find out soon. Time to 
Stay tuned for next week's exciting episode. Hitler wears a bathrobe. Let's go to what? Into the topic, fool. Ooh, into the topic. <laughs> into the topic. What is it, the, the topic then, chair? Well, the topic is, well, people, I mean, the topic came off the back of what we actually were to watch, which, which did we, did we probably said what it was last week, did, last time, did we? Yeah, if we not, asked the listeners to watch Twitter it as well. Everywhere else. It was the, um, the final countdown, um, a film from, I think it was, I think it was actually 1980, yeah. it was made, with, um, Kirk Douglas, isn't it? Yep. No, is it Kirk Douglas? It is Kirk Douglas, yeah. Kirk Douglas and Lloyd Martin. Bridges, isn't it? No, Lloyd Kaufman and it's Martin Sheen. Martin <laughs> Lloyd Sheen. Bridges, Sorry. you think it's Pop Shots. <laughs> what I'm watching, it was to know. Yeah, Martin Sheen as well mm. and uh, Kirk Douglas. Um, a, a sort of a... A funny little movie. What came off when I watched it, it sort of struck me as the sort of film that you would have saw, just you would have come across just randomly on a Saturday afternoon on TV when there only were like four channels. Yeah. And, you know, it would have been on and you probably would have sat and watched it. And I probably reckon if I had watched it back then, I probably would have liked it better than I do now, having watched yes. it now. I don't think it holds up very well. No. Um, well, will we just talk about it first and then go into like other sort of Saturday yeah. afternoon movies? Yeah. My problem with the final countdown was that it never lived up to what you were promised. Almost. Oh no! Just look at the poster. You know, you never got, and the trailer makes it sound awesome. So the basic plot is what well, the basic tag and everything to it is supposed to be. What would happen if in nineteen eighties? At that time, you know, modern aircraft carrier, which is it's the USS Nimitz, gets sent back in time to the 1940s, just before Pearl Harbor, and they decided that they were going to intervene. What would happen? Mm. And, you know, think, oh my god, amazing! We're going to see like a US, like air dog fights. We're going to see a destroyer blowing the shit out of the Japanese Navy. We're going to see all this amazing, awesome war stuff. And spoiler alert, you don't. <laughs> you don't get anything like that at all. You get one bit, one tiny bit that's kind of like that, just to make you go, "Ooh, look, we've got some Jimmy pilot type guys," you know. Uh, yeah, but then you get that. There's like a really crazy shootout right bang in the middle. That's really br- bloody and violent. Yeah, but and then that goes away. But then, but the whole. It, and it's just, it's just, it, it to me, it just, it didn't live up. It was ultimately pointless. Yeah, there was nothing really happened in it that, that really, in any way, was of any. And it wasn't even like there was going to be a whole big, uh oh, we've gone back in time and fucked shit up because that just kind of got sorted out by itself. Yeah, everything uh, was fine, wasn't it? Which was the bit where they rescued the senator, and there's all this big, uh oh, like the senator was supposed to have died. He could have been like the next president. Oh shit, what have we done? And the senator then goes and gets himself killed. So it's kind of like, oh, no harm, no foul. <laughs> yeah. What was the point in the beginning? Time sorts itself out. 
they're all about ready to go, right, let's go, we're going to kick the shit out of you. For a long time, the whole film's, I think maybe the whole point of the film was supposed to be, I don't know, maybe some sort of, like, morality play about do you, don't you, or something like this. I'm not too sure, because they um and ah about it for a long time, and then just arbitrarily decide to intervene for no yeah. real reason. And then you're like, right, like, is it fate? What has sent them back in time to this point? Was it was it some sort of, you know, divine intervention? What did it? Because literally, you get the gist that something, you know, it's not like Quantum Leap. You go back in time to fix a wrong, because they're like, all right, well, let's go do this. And then they just get zapped back to the future again for no reason. It's kind of like, what's, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. I think and whatever I- it chases them. You know, whatever this time thing is, it doesn't like just randomly appear. It appears, you, you know, it appears and goes after them. So ultimately, the whole I just watched it and was kind of like, like, there's no, there's no point to this. Yeah, <laughs> it's essentially pointless. Yeah, you know, a much better variation is the one which I keep rabbiting on about, which is the Philadelphia Experiment. That's a good film. Shit happens, and you know, things aren't just like, oh well, well, what can you do, kind yeah. of thing. I think I, I, I describe this on Letterboxes. I, I wanted the film to be like the Philadelphia Experiment meets Crimson Tide. Yeah, you wanted some, you wanted this, it, it was just, it sounded, the whole tagline sounds great. You think, right, this is going to be cool. We're going to see some good, yeah. you know, as I say, modern warships blasting the ship shit out of these old ones, but it just never happens. I think the problem with the film is it was made with like the full cooperation of the US Navy. So yeah. you see a lot of people kind of running around on the ship and doing stuff and like, it, it moving things around. The, the first part of the film did feel like an advert for Navy cruisers because it's like it was showing off their whole like range of abilities. Yeah, really. And you get the feeling that like at some point in the script, the, the, the people were like, "Right, and this is where shit starts to get fucked up." And then the, the Navy kind of went, "No, you're not going to do that." Yeah, you, we're, we're just going to have. If you want to film on our boat, yeah, not because I mean. Considering this was filmed in the 1980s, they show an awful lot of the boat. Yeah, like on all the on all the planes and stuff, and all the different kind of uh, helicopters and other patrolly radar planes and shit, kind of going. It's, around it's not place. like yeah, I mean, it's not like I need. I don't need like answers for everything. Yeah, I mean the, the wibbly wibbly time thing. That's fair enough. I can handle that. But if you're just going to go back and do nothing with it. Yeah, it just it appears, yeah. it, it sets them down, they're there for a little while, then it reappears and takes them back to the future, and then everybody's just kind of like, oh, bugger, I, well, we lost yeah. a few people, but what are we going to do now? It, it almost feels like they reached a point in the script and they're like, actually, we can't do this, so let's just turn around and go home back for tea. Maybe they ran out of budget. kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like they didn't even have a, the choice to choose to go back home or not. They, were, they just had, because the storm was on them straight yeah. away so it's like they didn't have the choice yeah. they just decided to do it anyway so it was like i agree it's a completely pointless film i mean i it would have been nice if they because obviously they killed the japanese pilots i mean surely that must have had a knock on had some it. sort of I mean, knock-on effect but yeah, it's kind of I, like no i've seen like something like that but no nothing so you see maybe you're just supposed to assume they died in pearl harbor itself but ugh, i don't know it's just it just was an ultimately pointless film but you know the thing was I reckon if if I had watched it back at, the, at that time when I was a kid, I might have actually enjoyed it and liked it. It's got a good 80s vibe to it. Like it does 80s. have a good 80s vibe to it. And of course, back then, you know, it was aircraft beating other aircraft. So back then, if you were a kid, you would have lapped that up. It's like, yeah. oh, wow, look at that. But now, yeah, oh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't go out of your way to watch it. 
you need some nostalgia to kind of get the much out of this film, I think. Yeah, I think so. Even yeah. like Martin Sheen and Kirk Douglas, you're kind of expecting there to be some kind of big acting There's thing. Not between really them. anything and there. You know, it doesn't really happen. It just kind of. And at the end, they're like, they turn out to be best friends or something. I don't know. It was yeah, it's just <laughs> random. It's just kind of like, okay. It's like, I'm glad I met you, Martin Sheen. You're like, why? Yes. Why are you glad no, you met him? No, pain in my ass through the whole film. Yeah, Jesus. That's, that's the point. Why was he? Because he didn't actually make any... His role was absolutely pointless because he was meant to be there as like a consultant to slim down the operation of the ship. But yeah. he doesn't actually make any recommendations in the end. And it was the whole no, exercise it's pointless. Not, it's just... It's never explained, because like, the the whole sort of big twist, I don't even know if it's classified as a twist, is that this mysterious guy who he works for ends up being someone who's on the boat who got left behind. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's not, it's pointless. Why? What does yeah. it mean? It doesn't mean anything. It's, yeah, just, it's just like a random twist. It's like, it's like M. Night Shyamalan, just, just when he, you know, after the sixth sense, when he just decided, I'm going to fire a twist just for no reason it'll be pointless and it yeah. won't mean anything ultimately but there you go ha ha yeah i trusted you guys up didn't see that coming whoop yeah you didn't see that coming <laughs> did you no because why would i it doesn't make yeah. sense it doesn't make, doesn't make any sense which is a bit of a shame really because i, I kind of see why people would like it if they grew if, they got, if it, it has got that kind of saturday afternoon vibe of just kind of a nice easy watch yeah the- the thing that's bad about it, though, is if you've seen Hot Shots and then you go to watch this film, <laughs> it's terrible because you do imagine you'll see Lloyd Bridges falling down some stairs at some point or saying something. Oh, <laughs> is. Or like seeing Signalman doing like some kind of ping pong action because you see a lot of Signalman right at the start yeah, of the film. <laughs> Are we all sort of pretty, pretty on the same level that it was a bit, it was a bit of a disappointment? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. But as you, Phil, said, which is actually sort of leading on, it, it was, it had that kind of air of of that easy watch. And I think that's that sort of actually puts a Saturday afternoon movie in quite a good sort of context. Because, you know, Saturday afternoon movies back then, it was just something, a lot of the time, you probably just came across it. Yeah. And you ended up leaving it on and watching it. Yeah, because obviously back in those, back in those days, you, you didn't have the kind of quick turnaround from the no. cinema to TV, so they were going to be older films anyway. Yeah, and they were they were probably something you'd seen before, and the thrill of maybe coming across something you hadn't seen before and going, "Ooh, you know, <laughs> this is good." Yeah. You know? Other example, any you guys can you think of any other sort of like well, Saturday I, I, afternoon sort of movies that you would have come across maybe? And yeah, I was thinking like. Um, uh, kind of old animated films, yeah. Like you, you wouldn't get um, like you probably you would rarely get a Disney film, but you probably get some kind of weird, like Ralph Bakshi. Yeah, some kind of other anima- animated yeah. film that didn't mm. get released anywhere else. But you kind of think, what the hell's that? I'll watch that. Yeah, you would have got that like, like the Hobbit cartoon <laughs> if you were or lucky. Some like Don Bluth thing. Yeah, some some kind of like Fever Goes West or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I- I would say, as for mine, I'd say stuff like I remember being a kid and watching Logan's Run, as well as um, some old uh, sci-fi like H.G. Wells' Time Machine, the old sixties one. Yeah, you know, you would have occasionally got like a Star Trek movie or something. Yeah, yeah, like, something thrill. You know, that would have yeah. been like a big ooh, you know, mm. cool, getting like something. In fact, I, I remember 
it was it it wasn't that long ago. It was probably about five six years back. But BBC Two had like a Sunday afternoon where they ran the Time Machine, Star Trek Two: Wrath of Khan, and I think they put on another sci-fi film to finish it off. But I can't remember which. <laughs> but that was just all like three films all in one clump, and it was That's like, good, like sort of, yeah. sit down and just leave it on. That's yeah. what you wouldn't. You would have just, you would have come across it and you maybe would have been like, right, that one's over. Because, you know, in those days, the only way you would have known what was on TV was if you had like a Sunday uh, newspaper, TV <laughs> magazine yeah. or something, you know. Yeah. And like, if you didn't have it, you would have just been like, right, I've just come across it. You might have got something. And then afterwards, it would have said next. You would be like, right, I'm betting in now. Like, that's me <laughs> good to go. In. Uh, like, you know what would have, you would have come across as well? Probably like, um, like Spielberg movies would have like been... So like yeah, like you know, things like uh Close Encounters of the Third Kind, stuff like that, you just would have like been like, Oh yeah, like there it is kind of thing. But then obviously, you know, watching T V these days is so weird because there's so many different channels and films, things are spread so much all over the place. Yeah. It's difficult yeah. to kind of like have those because you you only had four channels back in the day, so you you it would be a bit more kind of concentrated in a few kind of films. It's also interesting how they used to be censored a lot. You know, especially yeah, if they were on ITV or something, they'd get yeah. heavily censored. Even if it's a language, um, I remember watching Ghostbusters and the line "shit that will turn you white" got cut completely. And so I've seen things pause, <laughs> and then it turns <laughs> back. That was, you know, that was actually the big thing. You probably would have remembered a lot of the, the edits and yeah, you know, stuff that would have been really sort of edited out. But it's not as bad nowadays. However, I say that. Oh uh, well, you. It's like it's like they're now looking for more adult films to put on earlier, but they edit that instead. Mm. Whereas you know, in the past, where they'd put twelve films on or fifteen films on and edit the language out, mm. now they'll go for a bit more, but cut out all the bloody scenes. I I honestly imagine them to put on Die Hard at six o'clock at some point soon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just edit. It. But, you, but you don't want them because you know there would be bits took out of it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, um, it's, there's so many. You know, definitely, you might have got the odd Disney film too. Yeah, you, you would have yeah. got the kind of weird got, like the Black Cauldron, maybe or something. Yeah, or um, oh, oh, Black Hole. Yeah, yeah, Black yeah. Hole. Oh, that's well, another. Kind of, that's like, another perfect one. The kind of live action Disney films from the kind of seventies and eighties. They were always broadcast. Yeah. And they got the Herbie films. Yeah, yeah, they were brilliant. Oh, they were. Man. They were another one. Yeah, you would have got. You would have got like uh, definitely Herbie. Oh, like nutty perfect, like the old like Jerry Lewis stuff as well. Yeah, yeah maybe even like the Kurt Russell uh, live action ones. Yes, oh, de- you would have de- yeah. computer wore tennis shoes, and uh, oh, they were another one. Yeah. So, do we think it's better now having the, the kind of breadth of TV so we can kind of pick and watch stuff? Obviously, we've got oh, the. I think. I mean, I think you have to say. I mean, yes. I mean, nowadays, like I can't even imagine. My tiny little mind wouldn't in the eighties wouldn't even be able to comprehend like yeah. Netflix. But the thing is, though, I you know I, I fire up Netflix and I find it hard to choose me to watch because Netflix is Netflix. You're spoiled for choice. Yeah, you are. I mean, you took you took what you could get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you it, watched whatever it was when you stumbled across something, even if it was kind of still looked a little bit rubbish. You still watch it because you're still watching a film. Whereas these days, yeah. it's like. You kind of keep on pushing through just to get that one perfect thing, and you end up not watching anything because you've been searching for half an hour. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what? You would have got actually quite a lot of like um, fantasy sort of films, like Willow. True. 
or like mm-hmm. Labyrinth. What's the one we watched a while ago? Never Ending Story as well. That dragon film. Dragon Slayer, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. Crawl. Yeah. Crawl, yeah. You know, they all would have... Clash of the Titans, you would have got a lot of those, like uh, the Harryhausen films, you well, know? I find that Channel 5 seems to kind of hold up that end on, on a Sunday afternoon, because they, t- they tend to show films all day. Channel yeah. Channel 4 do as well, yeah. on a Sunday afternoon. They do do some good stuff. Yeah, but 5, um, I mean, on, on the Sunday just gone, actually, they showed the original Clash of the Titans. Mm. Yes, they did, actually, didn't they? Yeah, they did. I mean, definitely... Definitely... I think we are spoiled for choice, and we—I mean, I think I say I do. You know, the same. Not only just with movies, but with technology, and like I, you know, I don't think my my brain could have comprehended iPads and iPhones and you know Wi-Fi and all. You know, nowadays there's there's too there's almost too much. You know, you too 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 many distractions. But you know, back in them days. You know, and maybe it's a it's a sort of a overused turn of phrase, but it was a simpler times. <laughs> yeah, you know, simpler yeah. Times. baby Jared in Baby Island. And then again, the final of course, countdown. in the eighties, people would have been saying, "Well, the sixties and the seventies were simpler times." It's it's you know every generation. I mean, I don't know your your boy now. He's eight, yeah. and there's you know three DSs and iPhones and, and iPads. I mean, when he's thirty, God knows what the <laughs> hell. <laughs> Well, hopefully we'll have Star Trek by then. Do you know what? Best. We'll all be running about with like Google Glass type things. No, we'll all be um, floating upside down and wearing two ties like in Back to the Future 2. Yes. <laughs> That's what it'll be like. But so did you just crazy. like, was, was your Saturday TV restricted just uh, um, uh, TV or did you kind of, you know, the, obviously the rentals from the local shop? See, back in the day, back um, when I was five, I remember we ha- we got a f- our first video record. I think when I was about four or five, and we didn't have that many videos to go off to go on with. So yeah. we had probably had about a dozen, something like that. But I remember when it came to like Christmas or holidays or days off, you just we watch stuff on. If there's nothing on TV, then you just we watch. Because I remember we've got like a tape of Thundercats with two episodes <laughs> yeah. of Thundercats. We've got. I, I swear, I reached that stage where I could have like. Said every single line. Yeah, you would have rewatched. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the same because there's, there's, there's a group of trailers on. I think this company called uh, uh, Clubhouse Pictures, and they had like the same four or five trailers across all the kids' films they released. And it would be a wow. film called um, film called Party Stooge, The Adventures of Mark Twain, American Rabbit, and some kind of Nutcracker thing. And they were literally on they were, um, every videotape they produced. They had these same five trailers on there. It was. Mm-hmm. And I can not pretty much remember them all by heart. I mean, if you watched um, uh, Star Chaser, The Legend of Orin, yeah, back in the day, you probably would have watched the same trailers I watched continually. I don't think I would. I'm trying to think. I don't think I would have had too much, you know, recorded, taped. Yeah. If it was a boat, we would have had the odd, um, like, Disney um, VHS yeah. video. And, like, My dad Dis- bought loads of tapes, and he recorded loads of films off TV. So they we all had... had we- I went through a phase. I I went through a phase where it was, it was probably more the nineties when I was about thirteen or fourteen, maybe. And my dad would have taped me. I don't know whether there was a, 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 a it was like a season or something like that. But there was just I just had a crapload of Jackie Chan and Jet Li movies. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, that, they had them probably... all taped and used to just watch them endlessly. I don't even know how many times I've seen Police Story too, and it was all. 
over the course of about a month, probably that I've seen. No, that I, I remember. I remember. I'm trying to remember because I'm pretty sure Jonathan Ross had a series of um, uh, cinema on Channel Four. It may have been mid early '90s or mid '90s or something. I can't remember, but I remember having them taped and watching them endlessly. Yeah, endlessly. Yeah, the best bits was like. Um, if you didn't have the adverts, you'd have like the the beginning. If you if you're lucky, you had the adverts recorded out of it with the pause. Yeah, oh, no. if your dad had watched it for you. Yeah, he kind of paused it, so he saw the like yeah. in between. Or the adverts are the best bit. Yeah, you got, got the old adverts. That are amazing. I've got, I've got a Ghostbusters tape because I used to tape real Ghostbusters on CITV, which means I've got like this late eighties, early nineties tape full of like old adverts, and it's just amazing just to watch it. I've got marathon. Yeah, did you pause it during the Ghostbusters then? No, 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 no. I'd let it run. <laughs> I've got like Marathon. Um, it's all toys as well. There's like an Atari one where you get to see Rob the Robot and all that shit. It's brilliant. Rob the Robot wasn't Atari. Oh, was you it? just set him off now, Martin. Oh, Jesus. What was it? It's Nintendo. Is it Nez? It wasn't it was Nez. Didn't, I'm sure Atari must have had a robot. No. Did they not have a <laughs> I'm sure they had a robot at some point in their corporate career. No, corporate. they never did. They didn't. Hmm. No. There we go. Yeah. Maybe no one personal. See you, robot. I'm gonna have to dig out and record it, and then then I'll put it on YouTube or the. Yeah, that would be good. That would be awesome. I think the same feeling of watching films on like a Saturday afternoon is still there, but it's it's easier to find what you want, and it's harder to kind of stumble I mean, across yeah. something new. I think. I mean, you it's... you put you put on Netflix, and like there's there's many the time. Like Annie was away there again for a couple of nights up at her mum's, and I would have put on Netflix, and. Flick and like. flicked, maybe spent, spent 15 or 20 minutes just going through like everything and like looking at something and thinking, Do I want to watch that? And then no, going and like yeah. stuff maybe I hadn't seen. And then what I would have ended up doing is just going, I'll bugger, I'll watch that again and just watch something I've already seen. You see, that's why you've got ITV4, which tends to be the kind of the savior because they always have a film on. Like tonight, when this records, when we finish, I'm going to watch Kelly's Heroes tonight because that's on ITV4. That's how badass that channel is. See, ICV4, it's, it's, I'm, I have a Freeview TV and I don't know whereabouts that is. That's kind of like in the. It's, uh, channel 24, Martin. So channel I'm, 24. It's, yeah, so that's 27, kind of far out. 24, it is, with a bullet. 24, there you go. It is. And yeah, but they, they, they tend to have kind of good, um, like, well, you know, man films, in quote marks. But you, you do tend to st- that, that, that that's a channel where like I can always guarantee you checking it at nine o'clock and I'll stumble across something a I've not seen for a while or b is a bit mm. interesting. Like a while ago they showed uh, that eighty uh, Stallone film Nighthawks oh, <laughs> with Rutger Hauer and uh, Lando Calrissian in, in it. Never watched it before. Brilliant. Stallone sounds familiar, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. You've got Lando Calrissian wearing a Superman T-shirt. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no sense. You know what films I think recreate the Saturday afternoon feeling probably quite well. Go on, man. Pretty much most of the recent Marvel pictures. Yeah, I think yeah, they sure. they will have that kind of. It's Saturday afternoon. I'm kind of bored. What could I watch that I know? You know, I'm going to enjoy and it's not challenging. It's not going to challenge me too much. And every it just pop. What would pop into my head would be one of their one of you know like Thor, or Captain America, or something along those lines. You know, yeah. yeah. But again, it's not going to be the same. 
in that nowadays it's probably a lot harder to stumble across them. The problem is as well, it's like Jared was uh, saying earlier, there is there are times, that it must have happened to you, where you've just been so bored and you've got so much which you have to do, but you thought, what can I do? Shall I watch TV? Shall I watch Netflix? Shall I play on a game? Shall I read some comics? Shall I read some books? Yeah. And in the end, you can't make a decision. So it's like you're like just sitting there bored because yeah. you can't actually be bothered to actually choose one or the other. You I, know? I, could, I could just imagine my eight-year-old self just like going, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Just, do, yeah. just do everything at once. Oh. <laughs> but that was when we were younger and there used to be 24 hours in a day. Yeah. And there isn't oh. any more. Not anymore. Not anymore. Because we're all old rubbish. Yeah. Oh. So, um, basically, we didn't like the final countdown then. <laughs> Ultimately, <laughs> the final countdown was average at best. Average at best. Ho hum is how I called it, I think. See, it all, I preferred it when Richard Whiteley was there. <laughs> I preferred it when they made a kick ass rock tune in the mid 80s. I tell you what, if they made it in the 90s and they didn't have that tune in there, there would have been hell to play. Yeah, totally. I mean, <laughs> you can't call a film Final Countdown and not have that song in. Luckily, it was done before that, so they're allowed. But... How somebody hasn't gone back and George Lucas that shit into that film? <laughs> I have no George idea. Lucas had nothing to do with it. Even so, he should buy the rights and just stick the Final Countdown all over it. And at no point, <laughs> does, at no point does Kurt Douglas look at the camera and go, it's the final countdown. This is our final countdown. That would like give the start bit, you know, with all the ship activity. It doesn't even make sense, the title. <laughs> it doesn't. No sense in the film. I don't think I even see a clock in the entire film. No. no. Nothing at all. For shame, Michael Sheen. For shame. Martin. Martin. Who do I say? Michael. Michael. Well, uh, for shame on Michael Sheen for not remaking it. <laughs> Michael, why haven't you done it? He'd be good there. He'd be good there. It's lethal watching. Ringy, it, ringy, it, ringy. Hello. Ah, oh, the Hello. Quiztron. Lord it's me, the, Lord of the Quiz. Me. <laughs> Go on, Ben. Give yourself an intro. That is my intro. I've got a new sort of give yourself funky... an intro with a tune. Well, that was a tune. That's as far as I go on a piano. <laughs> that was a chord. It was. It was a. Uh... That's my chord. This is Gerard's chord. <laughs> and this is Phil's chord. Yes. <laughs> See, I always imagine my chord to be camper than that. I don't Martin, know why. You get a chord? My chord is chord Roy. <laughs> Look at that. Oh. Zing. Beautiful. Zing. Well, nothing says quiz like a chord. I've turned the piano off now. I'm not doing any more chords. Ah. <laughs> I got all excited. I thought there was going to be some kind of music quiz. I don't know. I could. We could do the quiz with a sort of uh, an indie game soundtrack behind it. <laughs> <laughs> do it. That's an indie game soundtrack. It would just go on for <laughs> 20 minutes. It'd be really shit graphics, but there'd be a really deep message in there somewhere. Satire. Like it. Satire. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> hey, Ben. How you doing, gang? Good. We just talked about the film Olympus Has Fallen, which is the, clearly the greatest film ever made. Well, we didn't actually uh, talk... You're going to confuse people, Phil. We didn't talk about it. That's true. Podcast. We didn't. <laughs> I'll cut that we out of the podcast. Don't worry about that. We didn't talk about it in the podcast. We so did something in between while we were waiting on you. 
We talked about a talking cat, exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark. Yeah, these are all films that I recommended you watch, aren't they? (laughs) No, that's not my recollection. I think you'll you'll find all driven by me. I don't recall that at all, to be honest. I don't remember anything about that at all. Ridiculous. Well, I've come bearing quiz. Yes! It's it's not a very good quiz. Can you give me a rough rundown of the films that you covered? Uh, Final Countdown. Talking Cat. Talking Cat. Exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark. Final Countdown. Which we decided was meh. Uh, Fast and Furious. Yeah. Right. Um, And then quite a lot of films from... Saturday night. Saturday Saturday afternoons. Saturday afternoons now. Not Sunday afternoons then, as originally discussed. Weekend afternoons, for Christ's sake. Just don't be so petty. All right. Uh, like uh, ha- uh, Ray Harryhausen films and just lots of Dragon things. Slayer. Dragon Slayer. Yeah. Weird yeah, animated yeah. films that are Ralph been... Bakshi films. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. All yeah. hot topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Quiz. Quiz. What did Jared call you last week? Was it the, the Quizminator or something? Quizzy Rascal? Quizzy Rascal. That's Quizzy it. Rascal. <laughs> Quizzy Rascal. Still funny. It's still funny. He's still good. <laughs> Jared's finest comedy moment. It wasn't even mine. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I have to think of something new. Right. I've made a bit of a cock up of the quiz because I didn't order the questions into difficulty order. So this is going to be tricky. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. That's fine. It's like uh, it's like uh, we don't know what's going on. We're going to get caught yes. out. An easy question, then boom, a difficult one. It keeps yeah. on our toes. Yeah, well, okay, I'll try and reorder them. I'll try and reorder them. Right, we'll, we'll start easy then, okay? I think yeah. this is easy. Yeah. Uh, how, right, how, which... how is this? What are the rules in this quiz? The rules are that yeah, right. <laughs> as, before, as before I say the question, you will spontaneously answer it. We move on. That thing. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Spontaneous answer. Okay, your first question is, uh, right, which film featured a family with the surname of Zalinski? Uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I quite like the idea of going, like, sort of speed. Who can can answer the quickest? Yeah, I'm down with that. Okay. Has anybody seen the third? uh, The Honey, I did something. No. Yeah, I have. It doesn't sadly. exist, Phil. It does exist. <laughs> no, it doesn't. So, it does. There's honey. I... Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it doesn't exist. I apologise. <laughs> I think it's honey. I touch the kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yes. You're welcome. You're welcome, folks. Right. Your next question. Um, who played Galvatron? Little in Nimoy. The... Darren Nimoy. Oh, Jesus. Yes, that was mine. In, in your face, I think we'll give that one to Phil. Yes, yeah, you better. Okay, okay and which um, which actor in the same film made his last appearance? Orson Welles. Bonus point to Phil. Thank you. And you just wasn't quick. Got to be quick, Jared. Got to wake up pretty early in the afternoon to get one past me. Sat on the soundtrack to this film is the song Within You, performed by David Bowie and written by David Bowie. Labyrinth? Excellent. Oh, of course it's Labyrinth. It. Of course it it's, is. Uh, the Goblin King. Peaksy. Between uh, 
the boils stuck and Phil. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think. I couldn't think of a comedy nickname. I'll accept that. Right, this film. Okay, I'm going to give you the um, the film summary. So you've got to tell me the name of the film, okay? Gotcha. Film summary. Centuries ago, in the land of Pridane, a young man named Taran is given the task of protecting Hen Wen, a magical oracular pig. <laughs> what? Talking pig? <laughs> Centuries ago, in the land of Pridane... P-R-Y-D-A-I-N. A young man named Taran is given the task of protecting Hen Wen, a magical oracular pig. It's not Willow. Black Cauldron. Black Cauldron it is. Blimey. Yes. What? I was, you know that what? is in the film. What I was trying to think. I was, I was like, Black Cauldron. Because we, we mentioned that. Yeah. And I was like, there's a pig in that. Black <laughs> 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 Cauldron. Black Cauldron, definitely. There's a pig in that. There's a pig in that one. Bosh. Impressive. Got, you've, got right. to hand it, you've got to hand it to the Boilster with that one. Uh, he's taking the lead. Three to the Boilster, two to the Philster. Right, next question. Phil, time for you. You can catch up here. Martin, you can make a start. Right, this is a quote. This is a quote from probably the archetypal uh, Sunday afternoon film. If I had to, there's a quote from one of the characters in the film. Okay, if I had to punish every blasphemy, I would have no followers. Ben Hur, or no, 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 uh, not Ben Hur. Um, fucking, fucking, what's its face? Ten Commandments. Nope. Ooh. Similar era. Uh, um, the King of Kings. No. Movie. Uh... I'll give you. I'll give you a clue. It's a deity saying that. Oh, uh, Clash of the Titans. Close. Uh, uh, Sinbad. Close. Uh, what's the other one? Oh, oh, Jason and the Argonauts. Oh. Oh. Who was that? Was that Martin? That was, yeah. that was me. Yes. Yes, in. I led you to it. <laughs> Martin sounds Martin's so back in the game. No longer right. rocking the donut. You. Three to Jared. Two to. Phil, one to Martin, isn't Ooh, it? Look at that, yeah, look at that. Exciting. Right, answer me this one. Uh, was there ever a Goonies 2? No, but there was a video game. Oh, he's quick. That's another point to Gerard. There was yes. a Goonies 2, and it was indeed an NES video game. He knows his Goonies. He knows his Goonies. I know right. my Goonies. Well done, Boylster. Can anyone... And you and you have to say yes, and then you have to give them to me. <laughs> and not it's not a sexual thing, right? Can anybody name three Pee Wee's Pee Wee films? Basically, yes. Pee Wee's Big Top, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Pee Wee Caught in a Cinema Masturbating. But was there not a recent Pee Wee film? And that's probably the third one, and I don't know. Caught in a zipper. <laughs> I'm going to give Phil that. That's good enough. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I'd get there with comedy. I'm going to give you two <laughs> if you had us in two. Okay, an easy one, because I, I, I've misordered them. Uh, right, this film featured a geffling. Uh, Dark Crystal. Oh! Oh. Boom. Curse him. Impressive. Impressive. Okay, give me the, give me the film uh, from this vaguely cryptic clue. This little white chap went totally like a herbaceous flowering plant of the genus Musa. 
The cat returns. No. <laughs> what? This little white chap went totally like a herbaceous... Well, I can't... Mm -mm. This little white chap went totally like something related to a herbaceous flowering plant of the genus Musa. That, do you know, that sounds very familiar to me, but I just can't... Uh... I'll give you the I'll give you the the capital letters of the of the thing. It's H G B. Herbie's great big. Oh. Oh. Oh Herbie's. Have you heard bananas? Oh! Yes! Yes! <laughs> Stolen. Oh, Herbie's gangbang. <laughs> Incredible. Stolen by Martin. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I've lost track of the score, but I think Gerard's in the lead. I've got um, five. Six, no, maybe? No, no. Right. Once again, I want, you to, I want you to come in with a yes before you give the answer, okay? Can you name me the subtitles of the two sequels to NeverEnding Story? Yes. NeverEnding Story yeah. 2, NeverEnding Story <laughs> Harder. NeverEnding and... <laughs> <laughs> Story 3. <laughs> Never ending story with a vengeance. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll give you okay, half a point. I've got it this time. Never ending story. Uh, never ending story two. Their first assignment. Never ending story three. Back in back in training. <laughs> <laughs> They're all better than the actual answer. <laughs> never ending story four. Citizens on patrol. Do you want me to put you out of your misery? Please God. Yeah. Never ending story. Uh, the 1990 sequel was called Next Chapter. And the uh, 1994 film was called Return to Fantasia. Don't know if you've ever seen that. I, I believe Jack Black was in the sequel. He's in the third, the third one, one, maybe. Third one. As a thug, he's a horrible he's bully. He's in the third one, yeah. He's a horrible, mean bully. Okay, our, our final, our final um, question, which I'll award 10, 10 points if you can that get this. Which means basically the quiz. Oh my God. Um, right, I want the name of the film, okay? But uh, and well, I'll give you I'll give you ten points for the film. I'll give you one hundred and fifty <laughs> points for the name of the child actor. Oof. So, child actor appeared in a film, had no success afterwards. Appeared in only three minor TV or video productions after this film. This is a, a again archetypal Sunday afternoon film. After a massive campaign, people tracked him down to a sporting goods store on the Sunshine Coast in the US. Um, that was in two thousand and nine. Subsequent to two thousand and nine. Uh, he committed a series of frauds and was imprisoned by the uh, the police for them. Wow. Probably the least successful child actor of all time. Hmm. hmm. I'm gonna oh, say I... the Goonies and Data. No, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a clue to the film. It's a film that we've mentioned before in the time travel. Um Fight of the Navigator? Oh, ten points to Gerard. Can you name the child actor? I haven't got a clue. Um, his name is uh, Fraudy McBumsplat. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> That's amazing. How did you know that? Just, uh, just, just use my mind. Yeah. <laughs> He's been a big fan of Bumsplats over the years. <laughs> I have, I have. I can tell you what he was called in the film, but I don't know the name of the actor. That'll do. David Freeman. 
You could be right. I don't know. That's what he was called in the film. <laughs> David. Was, yeah, well, David Freeman. But I don't That's know right. the name of the actor. Well, his name was Joey Kramer. Joey oh, Kramer. There you go. Little Joey, Joey Kramer. Kramer. He had Joey a horrendous Kramer. career. A horrendous career. Uh, ended up working in a sporting goods shop uh, somewhere in America. And then committed, I saw his list of criminal offences, but he was doing stuff with stolen checks, checks, checkbooks. <laughs> the dirty bastard. Was hauled in by the police and apparently, according to some reports, was um, an alcoholic as well. So, <laughs> there you go. Wow. What was sad was when they found him in 2009, there's a photograph of him and he actually looks quite happy and, and sort of at ease with the world. But since that photograph, <laughs> it's like defrauding people of money. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, he was in Runaway. Yeah, well, it was, yeah, it was... Um, the classic Tom Selleck film. He was a kid in that, was he? Yeah, and he'll see... Iman! Iman, there's a Saturday afternoon film. Scott Pakula's in it. Anybody remember Iman? No. Uh, no yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> job. yeah, Scott Pakula in it. And um, obviously, Joey Kramer, his son. And he kind of gets covered in some kind of gas or something, and he becomes invincible. Nothing can, you know, hurt or heal him. So he becomes... Invincible Man. Yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah? Uh-huh. And then it's supposed to be like a TV series, but it fails, so it's rubbish. But I remember watching it one Saturday afternoon. It was amazing. I don't think it actually oh, is amazing. I, I forgot a question. An easy one. Oh. <laughs> Let, let's just wrap, let's wrap this shambles up. <laughs> right. This is the tagline to um, uh, 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 a movie. The stars belong to a new generation. Star Trek. Generations. No. Look at Martin. <laughs> Again, it's sort of Sunday afternoon substandard film you might be forced um, to. Cocoon 2, The Return. No. I love Cocoon. Stars belong to a new generation. Um, Last Starfighter. No. Family film, sci fi. There's... Uh, disclosure. No, there's. there's an, it's based around uh, some. People who accidentally end up somewhere where they shouldn't be. Oh, oh, body of evidence. Lost in space. Close. Uh, uh, Caravan of Courage, the Battle of Endor. No, <laughs> that just shouldn't exist, should it? <laughs> um, um, basic Instinct. Oh, okay, there's a shuttle and it's accidentally launched into orbit. Oh, Space Camp. Yes. Oh, freak. <laughs> uh, kid, with the robot that sends the kid into space. That's it. The freaky robot kid, and you got your um, your lady from um, oh, is it Kate Capshaw, or is it Nancy Allen? There's somebody I'm going to find out. There's a lady in that who's in other films. <laughs> That's uncommon. <laughs> Kate Capshaw, yeah, your, your lady from Temple of Doom. Kate Capshaw's Steven Spielberg's wife. Yeah, and awesome. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. Yeah. Good quiz. So I won. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Gerard won, and you win the opportunity to do the quiz next week. Yes. Sweet. Good quiz. Good quiz, Benji. Good quiz. Good quiz. I give good quiz. You do. Just give quiz. That's why you call Quizzy Rascal. <laughs> That's right. Good quizness. Oh, I said this podcast. Boom. Because Kelly Theroux is on soon. I want to watch it. <laughs> Bloody love. Uh, Clint Eastwood's secret best film, that is. Kelly Theroux. Is it? Yeah, secret best film. 
Wow. I just killed the podcast. Saloon. <laughs> like, thanks for the feedback there, guys. That's awesome. Oh, oh. That's to suck the energy out of this one, isn't it? Just check the website and we'll see. Ah, uh, yeah, time. you know, by the end, we're just like, look, let's just fucking sort this shit out and go. Oh, you know what? I, I was going to give us homework for next week. What is it? Uh, the, you mentioned it, Jerry. There's a film available on Netflix. Yes. The FP. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. we got to get that. That'll be our homework for next week. Definitely. Go on, what is the FP? FP? Oh, it's... <laughs> of course. Did you not watch the trail hard? Remember we talked to you about it? It's like... Uh, how do I describe it? It's like the Warriors fired through Neon into a Dance Dance machine. Dance Dance Revolution? Is it like Human Centipede? Because I remember watching that trail hard recently. Mm-hmm. No, that was the trail hard. No, we'll find it. The trail hard, the FP. It's, the FP. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it'll tell you everything. It's, it's a glorious amazing. film. Yeah, that's going to be the not... homework. Right. That's going to be the homework. Okay. Okay. Cool. Maybe this time other people will actually watch the film as well. That'd be quite good. Get some listener interaction. They didn't well, interact. You said, um, did you not say Ross emailed? Yeah, yeah, he did. Should I tell you what his email said? What? Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it, but I think the Scorpions did the soundtrack, and I would give the film eight countdowns out of ten. Excellent. He's Brilliant. wrong. Well, yeah, it'll be uh, six countdowns out of ten at best. Three. Three. Oof, that's harsh. Ooh, that reminds me. I was going to talk about a film which I watched recently. Um, oh, Red... Martin, that's the start. Too late, Martin. Brave. I'll just say this now. It's shit. Worst Pixar <laughs> film ever. There we go. That's my review. That's harsh. It yeah, is... I'd agree with that. I watched Brave. I thought it was terrible. It is a terrible film. I uh, mean, I think I'm just about to watch Cars 2, and I think that could be better. Oof, but... no. I think that's going to be worse. No, Cars, Cars 2 is better than Brave. But it's Brave. not, I mean, it's not as good as Cars 1, but it's not too bad. Hey, thanks for that, uh, Martin. No problem. Cool. Thank you, thank you, thank you, uh, uh, Boylster. Cool. And thank you, Quizzy Rascal. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to finish this podcast. Uh, we're all going to watch Kelly's Heroes now. Is it on it's now? It's on ITV4 now, yeah. Eight, nine right. o'clock. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Lethal Watching was brought to you by Phil Doyle and Gerard Boyle. I'm Martin Cobain. In association with abadeducation.com. <gasps>